It takes money. What have you got against broccoli? What's wrong Whoa, with broccoli? What an asshole. What are you doing coming on a bus in 30 Rocky going to Town Square? That's like a block away. You don't want to catch a bus? You gotta walk. Come on, get out of here, son. Jeez. <laughs> a snitch, probably. A high-profile snitch. <laughs> totally yes. Way Seabos. Way It's in ramblings. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And we have a very inquisitive episode for Not you Not inquisitorial, so stop running non-religious people. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the Inquisition was about? What were they inquisitoring about? I mean, surely... Why are we so hard on the Inquisition? I'm not... They were just inquisitive. I'm not... Across... Is that why curiosity killed the cat? Was <laughs> the Inquisition? I'm not across the Inquisition. Oh, okay. Like... I'm not... An, I can't say I'm an expert on the Inquisition either. <laughs> Well, you seem to have a lot to say about it, regardless. Yeah, I just feel well. Just from the name alone, we're a little hard on it. <laughs> it just sounds like a group of guys with a lot of questions. Okay, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I, no, you've never heard of the Spanish Inquisition. I never heard of the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, I didn't know it was called the Inquisition. I don't it's think not there's like, others. Well, it's like when you talk about the pill. You know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the Inquisition. What, were you confused with all the other Inquisitions? You're like, well, which is the big one? There's There's just so many. I'm sure there's lots of Inquisitions. Name one other. The German Inquisition. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Never mind. I'm not not very... What do you know about the Spanish Inquisition? I know very little about... Yeah, same. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we started on it because we've got, uh, you know, two boffins in the room, if anything. The only Inquisition I'm even mildly familiar with is Dragon Age Inquisition. What's I, that? It's a video game I oh, just finished. Great. And well, how's the Inquisition in that? I am the Inquisitor. Are you? And mm. what does the Inquisitor do? You saw a bit of this, isn't it? He does I, sound pretty inquisitive. I had to go around like a ballroom trying to convince people to give See, me no, you're not an Inquisitor then. You're a persuader. Well, that was um, <laughs> amongst other inquisitorial duties. Right. Me? So what did you do that was inquisitive? People come to me with their decisions like I have to choose if to let a slave live. See again, that's not inquisitive. It, it was called the Inquisition. <laughs> what do you want from me? I'm just there's for an Inquisition, there does it's not an inquisitive thing. What are they so inquisitive about? All right. Well, this episode is a very inquisitive episode it because is. prior to the uh, turning on the mics, we uh, we the had m- on. many different tangents that yes. we thought would best saved for the air. I am inquisitive today. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a thing that Many women will never experience. Okay. <laughs> is it difficult to aim when you use the bathroom for number ones? It's not difficult. <laughs> okay. Why, why did this come up anyway? I don't know. Like, why like, did that come up? No, like what? You don't remember what? No, I okay. don't know why I needed to know. It's just something that I would never know. No, it's not. It's not difficult to aim, but there can be complications. Okay. What can complicate so issues? If, you know, if you want to get into the minutia of. <laughs> which I the do top of the show. Well, because I'm shooting at point blank So this is just something I will never know anything about You'll never experience first No, I'll never know how hard it, or easy it is Because Because uh, to me it seems ridiculous Why is it a thing that men might miss? Well, first of all like, It's not a long amount Like you're, you're standing right over the target Yeah No, I feel like um, there's a couple of reasons First okay. of all, like Go Splash, on. Splashback is a thing. Okay. So like you can you can hit the you can hit the bowl and it'll still like splash. Whoa! Onto what the kind seat. of like force is this? Well, this is like especially in. What? How hard are you peeing? 
Not hard, but it splashes back surprisingly <laughs> more than you would expect. I just, I just didn't realise that you were like so able to... Well, there's a bit of height there. Yeah, really? Yeah, I suppose. Like you're going from a great height down right. to a... Do you ever feel like you're that helicopter that douses fires? That's exactly what I think really? of every time I urinate. Are you ever worried a tiny diver will come out? <laughs> <laughs> As for that, that urban legend. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, I'm not so much worried about that. Okay. Um, but particularly in America, the toilet bowls there are filled... Right to the brim. Right. What's the point of that? I don't know. I feel like it's, like it's one... soup. Yeah, I personally hate it. Yeah, it's a waste. Of, it's a waste, and the risk is so much higher. Well, I think that maybe that's partly why we don't have it in Australia because we've got water restrictions. Oh, I thought it was because men here were like, well, 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 we know how badly that went in London. <laughs> <laughs> we'll learn from our the first mistakes. fleet came out here. Yeah. And was like, well, it's too late to change the toilet system all across <laughs> Europe, but in this new colony, things will have a beautiful new colony of freedom and brotherhood and, and lowered toilet lower, levels. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just like totally hypothesizing. Okay. But I suspect that's part of the reason just because we got more of a premium on water. Do you reckon our children, when there's like people are killing each other for like an eyedrop worth, will be like, tell me about the time you used to pee into freshwater, <laughs> Papa? Why do you think that the future is Mad Max? <laughs> I just do. But like... Do you reckon they will? They'll be like those crazy people. Like they used, they used to, to pee into this fresh water. Just flush it down. Yeah, that's right. Most like, of it was still good. Go again, Papa. Tell me about a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> we all go in cat boxes of sand now because there's plenty of sand. And then once in a while when we were feeling particularly thirsty, we'd just swim in it. <laughs> you mean in the, uh, the ocean? No, no, no. no. Just... <laughs> In our backyards for kicks. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like trying to tell future generations post-global warming that we just peed onto like a giant bowl of water? What do they do in like the Sahara? Surely there's tribes. That I don't know. I just regions. assumed that's a giant sandbox. Yeah, but I feel like they still have toilets. Though. Do they need them? Like it seems to be fine for cats. Maybe it just evaporates before it even hits the ground. <laughs> that, huh? that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if water is at that much of a premium, we're probably dead. So it's probably, I don't think this is going to be an issue. Okay, so there's not going to be like, Papa, remember, tell us about your childhood when you could just turn on a tap. Yeah, we could drink. <laughs> we had more than 10 minutes of life support at any you know time. how you're seven now? <laughs> yeah. We'd make it to like 10 times that because <laughs> we had enough water. Yeah, you got like 10 minutes of best ahead of you. <laughs> no, uh... Yeah, I don't think aiming is technically a struggle. I think what the other thing that happens is people miss in the dark. Like if you're getting up in the middle of the night to pee. Yeah, I don't have that problem either. I don't accidentally sit down somewhere else. No, but you... But you <laughs> I'm not like, oh, where's the toilet? Oh no, I've sat on the fridge. But I'm sure you've been in the position where you don't look and no. like the the seat will be up or like wet or something. And the one issue I've had as when I was, when I say this, I mean like at seven or something, okay. I once sat down and went while this lid was closed and I was like, curse you. <laughs> well, you actually you, you <laughs> peed while it was closed. I was needing to go so badly. I just went straight for the sit and began and I was like, curse you, former user. But that's like a quick turnaround. Surely you can notice that the lid is down basically instantly. Yeah, well, I needed to go. Wow. I was like, I'm probably not even seven, like three. It's still, that's, uh, I feel like. Oh, it was a real 
rookie era, yeah. but to be fair, I was a rookie. It's hard to explain <laughs> any ages. Or... I don't feel that. Okay. I feel a rookie era for a rookie. See, <laughs> yeah. that's why I'm not that annoyed when my parents ask me how to use technology. Because you made that mistake. You're like, it not that one anyone. mistake. I'm like, you taught me to walk and pee. So you feel like, like you owe them a little? Yeah, well... They had those basic skills down and they had to pass it on. So it's sort of like I owe them. No, no, not that I owe one. It's like, well, I can't look down on them and be like, can't send it. Don't know how to send a BCC. You've got to I didn't know how to pee. You got, well, you've got to 27 years old. Mm. By this well, time, apparently you, a lot of men are still struggling. But haven't you paid them back by now? No, I'm not saying paying them back. It's like, I judge not lest ye be judged. Because they can be like, I'm like, ugh, can't add an attachment in Gmail. They'll be like, yeah, you didn't know where to poo. <laughs> so let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> you feel like they've got that argument over you. Well, for the yeah, life. like I didn't know where to poo and I couldn't walk. Yeah, but there's only, like, if they stab a guy and yeah. you're like, he's just. You just killed my best friend. They're like, yeah, well, I taught you to walk, so be appreciative. Well, they that- could just be like, well, who told you stabbing was wrong? I'm just, I'm if I'd to- never told you stabbing was wrong, you'd be fine with this. So shut up. <laughs> I'm just wondering how far this uh, excuse can go. Like, Apparently quite far. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not, like, I'm not ex- well, who told you stabbing was wrong? It was me, wasn't it? So you should be thankful <laughs> that you even know this that is wrong. That you even wrong. know morals. This was yeah. a test to see if you were still uh, aware. And you are, so don't turn me in. <laughs> now help me bury this body. <gasps> I just to let you know, if you kill someone or if anyone I know kills someone and they tell me, I'm turning them straight in, just so you know. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I just have been watching these like 48 hours or like murder documentaries where it's like, yeah, so they told this guy and they like kind of took it as a joke or was like, oh, you know, I didn't want to turn him in out of fear. I'm like, I'm the opposite. I know who's the crosshairs are on. The well, guy feel- you just told about the murder. I feel like the fear thing is... Probably the best excuse. No, because like, I'm, I'm not like, saying, well, they'll be in prison if I do a good job. Yeah, but until that happens, there's still some time where they can murder you. Yeah, but then the police are going to know who did it, you would think. Yeah, but you'll still be dead. That's yeah, like that's where you got to be cautious. There's a downside. Right. <laughs> so I'm not saying don't turn them in, but don't be like, if I'm like... Oh, no, if hey, you like, I just killed a man. I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom in another building. Yeah. <laughs> You got to make it a little uh, less obvious than that. Oh, sure. I'll be like, I've got somewhere to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, anywhere nice. but here. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I was listening to another podcast and they were saying that someone at a bar confessed to murder to them. Yeah. And she was like, I stuck around for another 20 minutes because I didn't want to leave just then. Yeah. You're not like, oh, fine. Thanks for telling me. Anyway, yeah. I've got a police station to visit. Right. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I bet that a lot of people do that. I reckon, like, because, you know, you have to continue the conversation for a certain period of time oh, after sure. that. Oh, sure. You can't just be like, yeah. so I'm wondering, well, I'm out. You have is, to be like, what else is news? Yeah. Because I'm next. If anyway, I just walk out. Speaking of murders, <laughs> it's like how, uh, how long is the average conversation that goes on after he's confessed that? Oh, I reckon I'd have to stick it for a half. Half an hour? Yeah. No way. You've, yeah. you got to measure safety with this stuff. Well, uh, is it half crowded to the bar as well? I mean, I assume it's quiet enough that he confessed without the whole place yeah, hearing okay. but, but and how big is the bathroom window he's probably again? drinking so you can still escape without like yeah, fearing for your life too much i would probably you're not gonna go through a bathroom window wouldn't i that's a cartoon kind of <laughs> scenario <laughs> yeah okay he'll walk in and so he'll be like halfway the through the window like winnie the pooh or something <laughs> yeah that's so true and then did she go to the cops this person no i don't think so but i mean that wasn't 
her friend like I don't even know if she knew any details about this guy it's just like you go to the cops and it's like oh this guy I met killed someone it's like okay tell me more like um, he was at this bar yeah. three days ago <laughs> once yeah. yeah he went to this bar once and <laughs> yeah and uh, that'll do but no so the back to the peeing thing <laughs> um, I'm not excusing peeing and like missing in the dark I'm just yeah. saying I reckon that's one way that this happens how many but- times like give me a percentage of misses for you it's not like I... Like, are you hitting 70% of the target? Like, what's the... Yeah. Okay. E- easily more than... Oh, like 70. 95? Yeah, but like still, splashback is the biggest problem where... Okay. But if we're just talking about hitting the target alone, what's your percentage? So, like, what's your strike like rate? It's are you it's a like sniper? 90, it's like yeah. 99%. Okay. Yeah. So, but okay. The, the 1% where it is a problem is just after you've either had sex or jerked off. <laughs> then it gets like Jeez. really... Like, then you don't know where the stream's going to go. Really? You, sometimes you get the double stream. What? Yeah, girls don't know Why? about this thing, What's in but there? this is like a real issue. It's, that's like when something's stuck in the tap, so that's a problem. Yeah. You got right there. Oh, okay. And so, like, you could be, like, perfectly aligned, and then there'll be, like, Bam. two streams both going <laughs> either side it's of the like bowl. It's like when you split with um, in bowling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a 7-10 happening right there. Wow, that's unlucky. Yeah, this is just something I'm never going to know about. Yeah, but I think like still after... The closest I'm going to get is a high-pressure hose, I guess. I'm sure like after sexual activity, girls still have a different flow. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm not... What? Are you expecting a comment from me? Well, I thought you were going to at least confirm or deny. No. I'm not the spokesperson of women. We? Come on, I'm being honest about this. Surely you can reciprocate. (laughs) No. I'm taking this as a yes. I'm pretty sure I saw a yes. I know, you can't pee. What do you mean? Like you've backed up or something? You just, it doesn't work. Like if you're still aroused, you can't. But surely like they always say after you've had sex, it's good to urinate so you don't get a STI. I don't know. This, I don't pay as much attention to weeing as you do, I guess. It's not even like I'd learnt this in health (laughs) class. This is just shit you pick up on the streets. I was throwing dice in some al- in the alley with Jimmy and yeah. it's like, and by the way, pee after pee. sex. <laughs> okay, I don't good know. To know. I, th- I thought this was common knowledge. Yeah, it is common knowledge. So, like, how like do you just wait there until? Yeah, exactly. Like, I have to coax it. <laughs> it's like the coast is clear. Is it? But is it like? All right, I'll wait it no, out. No, it's like the Scooby Gang when they know the criminals around the corner. What do you mean? Like, it's got to poke its head out and be like, "Oh, the coast is clear." So, like, in this scenario, would you, like, give it 20 minutes and then... Oh, heck no. Not that long. No, but I'm not saying, like, on the toilet. No. I'm saying, like, would you wait before... Like, would you give it, like, a little bit of a wide berth between... It wouldn't take that long. Like, I could... You can, like, control it. It has has to be coaxed. Okay. Yeah, it's a deer. (laughs) It's a friendly deer. Everything related to women's sex is beautiful and delicate, Ben. (laughs) So even when you're peeing, it's like feeding a deer. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Sure. I um now just came up with a great new segment. What did you see the deer doing? <laughs> yeah, so like you just can't. Like if you're really turned on, you can't. But like if you sort of like, okay, come on now, straighten up and fly right, you can again. It's ironically, that's what I say when I'm trying to get a girl around. <laughs> straighten up and fly right. And come on now. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's almost like, you know, just convincing them we'll do it. How do you convince someone to be turned on? Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Don't worry about I it. I thought it sort of had to be done for you. You don't have to be convinced. Well, Come no, on. I'll, I'll do it now. Be turned on. You'll be, oh, just do it. You'll be turned on in 10 minutes. Play. Come on. 10 minutes. Come Sheesh. on now. Jeez, Come just, on now. Why not? <laughs> now check back in 10 minutes. I can tell. You're holding off. You won't like, be able just, to pee. Oh, stop. Try can and pee you, now. You, you may as well get out of the way. Can you get turned on? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, straighten up and fly right. That's <laughs> your problem. Yeah. And, uh, usually, I have another question. Usually that brings them to orgasm and we're done for the evening. Yeah, and then she pees yeah. for safety, yeah, yeah, as she, Jimmy told she us. She usually disappears for about 10 to yeah, 15 right. minutes after that point. Um, I'm definitely saying to pee, not to like tend to her own. Because <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely satisfied. <laughs> when it in I'm that done, she then goes yeah. somewhere else. Right. And strangely, my housemate's smiling the rest yeah. of the afternoon. <laughs> I can just tell, I guess. Um. So I have a question, right? Because I have been Facebook stalking someone, and is this common? Is it like because I? This was- is a segue. This is not. I'm, are we off the pee thing? Because it seems like thing. it. I was just wondering if this is going to turn weird all of a sudden. No, no, no. I haven't. No. We're off the pee thing. Good. I showed. I have an attractive coworker, distractingly attractive. Oh, we're aware. It's frustratingly attractive. We know. We, we covered this last night. Yeah, I know. But it's the problems. I've got a bad case of it. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> this is like two weeks running now. Yeah, I'm like, give me the news. I've got a bad case of. Hot pining over you. you. <laughs> yeah. So I Facebook stalked them in order to show them to other people to prove the distraction was real. Mm. Is that weird? No, it, like I assume everyone's Facebooking, Facebook stalking everyone else. Really? Because I felt weird about it. Like later on, he popped up. Like I opened my browser again, and his Facebook popped popped up. And I was like, I'm really glad I'm not with him. Well, like, for example, but it also was like porn popping up later. You feel like, like you almost got busted. It just reminds you of like your shameful side. Like, <laughs> well, you know how like you might enjoy the porn at the time, and then like later you like open up your phone when you're at work or something. You're like, I'm so alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt. I was like, <laughs> was like check him out, friends, because I've got quite good. Coffee rapport with my baristas, my, the two owners of my local cafe. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? So, coffee rapport. Yeah. It's like we're coffee buds. I, I buy my coffee. They get a five-minute insight into my life. Five minutes? Is it literally five minutes? I guess. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I haven't been timing it. Like, no, I was just rapport. wondering, like, five minutes for, for a coffee exchange seems like lengthy. It is a lengthy exchange, yeah. I would say. We've got banter. That's like, all I'm are you say. Are you bantering while other people are purchasing? No. So it's just like, there's no one, like, it's not a very busy shop by the sound It of isn't. It. <laughs> there's me and the other customer that regularly talk and the two owners that are often there together. The other customer. They have two there's customers. <laughs> pretty much. It's always me and him. Okay. So we've got great coffee rapport. So I was like, they're like, how's things? And I was telling them about work. And then they were like, don't you ever wish that it was more like Grey's Anatomy? I'm like, and they were like, you know, because they were talking about, they read this article, which is actually really awful about how for a lot of female surgeons were complaining that there's a lot of sexual harassment amongst surgeons and like a lot of forced sleeping with people for jobs and promotions and stuff, which sounds awful. But they were talking about that and they were like, so does that sort of thing go on? And I was like, not really. And they're like, oh, but is there like a Dr. McSteamy Were they like, but could it? (laughs) Wink. Yeah. And I was like... I could give you free coffee if that will help. Funny you should say that. There is one really attractive 
person who actually there's many attractive people that work at the hospital but one in particular <laughs> that i've noticed this you don't a- say <laughs> so i was like they were like oh my gosh this is awesome like this is like real life gray's anatomy mm. show us what he looks like so i facebook stalked him yeah. knowing his name found him and showed them the photo but did you not have him on your friends list no oh, okay. which is yeah see is that weird well, that that adds an element of weird i feel really like, strange that's, that's more it. weird than just like reading his Every status or whatever. No, I don't do that. I feel really creepy for going out of my way to be like... But he doesn't have his profile on lockdown, so you can... Mm, You can see his profile pictures. Can't you see anyone's? Not everyone's. Mm, I feel like a creep. Am I a creep? Well, like I'm asking when you opened your phone, was it like... Because you were showing me and uh, my housemate Julian the other night. Yeah. And we like zoomed in so we could see it. (laughs) It was exactly like like that. It was the big screen. screen. And I was like, oh, what have I done? Yeah, I can imagine (laughs) that would have been a bit of a shock. (laughs) It was like the telltale heart. (laughs) It was beating below the floor. It's like, you're a creep. Stop stalking this innocent man. Uh, If it was you and I like ran into you later and you were like, oh, Vicky, like what's whatever's number and i'm like let me just grab it for you off my browser and a giant photo of you popped up well that's totally different (laughs) that would be definitely uncomfortable (laughs) especially if we're not facebook friends yeah but you can alleviate some of that by adding him but then i think that's weird as well why because you don't really know him no like we've talked but i feel like he'd be like how did you find me? I've got people on my Facebook that I've never talked to. Like, surely one conversation <laughs> is more you of know a what in I'm than like. most. I have a hair trigger for being a creep. I think it's because deep down I'm a creep. I didn't say deep. I think on the surface I'm a creep yeah. and I don't want anyone to find out. <laughs> right. Because I creeped on him and now he's going to be like, you're a creep. But that's, that's 21st century, right? I recently, Am I creepy? You're on the same level as everyone. This is. I don't, am I though? Yeah. Is that creepy? I mean, it is, but it's, but everyone's creepy. So (laughs) I get the feeling like people who have a romantic interest in someone else are creepy. No, well, it's like, would you have done this? If in this day and age, if if you had a bad case of hot coworker, would you have showed them to me? Sure. If their Facebook was like as open as this guy's was. Would you zoom in? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Zoom and enhance. Get the CSI on it. Analyzer, yeah. what's she probably into? Look at the reflection what in his sunglasses. What should I probably buff? Yeah. yeah. What's she looking at? <laughs> oh, horses. All right, I'm going to learn all I can about yeah, horses. Exactly. <laughs> I figure he's talking to me about horses. I don't even know anything or care about horses. <laughs> um, oh, no, so, camels all this time. <laughs> so you're saying Adam, which I feel is creepy. Well, I don't know what level you're on, but I don't think he would be like, why is this weirdo adding me? I feel like it's a definite move. But then he could, at least you'd be on the same level. Like he would be able to... Creep on me. Yeah. I don't think guys do this. They do, for sure. Do they? They're like, check out this hot girl that I work with. Yeah, of course. Really? Yes. (sighs) Also, if you're you're like potentially... If you want to date this guy in the future, which I'm not saying is like... Well, no, I can't because look what's come before. But that's... After one day, be like, we zoomed in on your face. But that's what... (laughs) this this happens before every relationship. Does it? Because if you start, I, if you commit to this guy, I'll be like, it'll be like Saturday night, and we'll be married, and this is not going to happen. I'm not making it that creepy, but like, you know, I'll be like, babe, wake up. You you be him, babe, wake up. What? Babe, babe. What's? Oh, leave me alone. I want to sleep. Babe, 
seriously, I'm trying to tell <laughs> what you. What is it? Okay. Okay, just wake up. Yeah, I'm awake. Like, I'm just... Are you awake? I'm awake. Okay. I was, my feet are cold, firstly. I was, having, I was having a really great dream and you uh-huh. called, wake me up to tell me your feet Jessica are cold. Jessica Beale? Again, yes. Obviously, it's always Jessica Beale. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad I woke you up because I can't compare. But um, no. Why I'm, do you think I'm annoyed? <laughs> I've got something to tell you. Okay. It's, it's about how we got together. It's not as clear cut. You know how you think you asked me out? Yeah. It's not as clear cut as you might think. What does that mean? Oh, like, I might have zoomed in on your face. Get out! <laughs> no, seriously! I Play it straight. I zoomed in on your face what once. What, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, like there was jokes being made about, you know, Grey's Anatomy and hot people that work at hospitals. So, uh, you found your Facebook and I zoomed in on your face. To show two people. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. I'm zooming at someone right now. Ah, oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Ah, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy and Jessica Beal will be in my dreams tonight. Okay. Thank you, internet. As we were then. Yeah. Back to sleep, babe. Thanks. Good chat. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't be too far off. It's it, like everyone does it, and do if, they just if you start a relationship with this guy and. You, Which is not going to happen. I know, I know. My fear is he'll listen to this episode and... Hey, you brought it up. Yeah. What if he listens to this episode and is like... Trust me, he's oh not getting past God. that first 10 minutes about your pee habits. <laughs> <sighs> if, if you start a relationship and then you jump on his Facebook page, like, you know, after week one, and it's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, I hate puppies... Then you're like, well, why did I get into a relationship? I, like, I can't be in a relationship with a guy oh, who hates right. puppies. right. So you're concerned that under interests, it'll be listed like puppy orphanage burning. Right. Okay. And so then And I'll be like, like, well, that was a mistake. Well, it was right there for the world to see and I didn't know exactly. about it. Exactly. If I had just done some quick cyber searching, then I would have been able to avoid this whole I feel like we're not on the level break. of adding each other on Facebook. Well, you know, give it time. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Okay, good. But like, I I went onto my Google Plus page recently, yeah. right? Oh, <laughs> No, I'm not right with that. That's unusual. I know. I I hadn't been on there for years. (laughs) I don't even know why I would need to do that. For anyone who... What even is Google Plus? Yeah. For anyone who's forgotten, which is probably most of you, (laughs) Google Plus, I think, is about three years old and is a competitor to Facebook. Well, to compete with someone, like you sort of have to be in the same league, don't you? Well, Google... It's like saying you're a competitor to Usain Bolt. But if anyone anyone was going to compete with Facebook... It's Google. Like, they're a big enough company that you could potentially... As you would have thought. That's yeah. what you would think. But the problem is, obviously, everyone has already invested in Facebook and uh, maybe, like, down the track that'll change, but it didn't seem like at the time Google was doing anything differently. So, it kind of died out pretty quickly. Yeah. So, I haven't used that page in years, but I came across a thread online of all these people saying they didn't realize that stuff was being leaked to their Google page. Oh my gosh. So like, okay. for example, one guy was saying every email that he got sent to his Gmail account, the attachments were showing up on his page. What the heck? Yeah. And he just had no idea because he never... No, I never, no section. one ever goes on it. Yeah. And another guy was saying like his search history was showing up. And so like another guy was saying that his porn, like he even saw like a porn clip. That oh he my had, like, gosh, that yeah. you watched. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Like someone was That's saying... That's quite the mistake. Someone was saying how their dad asked them about a band that they liked 
And it's like, what are you talking about? This is like a very specific song by like an indie group or something. And what, the she played it been once it. on YouTube. Yeah. And then it came up on her Google Plus page. And so the dad had seen it and asked them about it. What and it's the like, heck? No one like knows that all this stuff is happening. And so I'm like, holy shit, I better check my page, like see what I'm leaking to the site. Yeah. Because... I could have all this crazy search yeah, history. Yeah, no like, kidding. It's like... <laughs> even especially like for researching this show, for example. Oh my gosh. There's so much that just, I Google that I'm like, this. I hope yeah. no one ever has right. any reason I, I, to look up this search history. I don't want to have to explain. Like I had a good reason for it, but if well, I had to explain I had to it. Google Katie Holmes naked today. <laughs> today? <laughs> yeah, because we were talking about in what films does she get naked? Yeah. And then I instantly regretted it. You you asked me to Google this last time you were over. Oh, really? <laughs> it seems like your entire search history is Katie Holmes's boobs now. <laughs> well, I guess so because my my coworker is obsessed with Katie Holmes and thinks she's really hot, and I don't feel the same. So I'm like, is she like a sex symbol? So I wanted well, to she know. Was is she at yeah, time. is she getting her clothes off a lot? And it turns out, according to Google, yes. Anyway, I'm not. I don't think she's that great, but I mean, like, I'm not putting her down. <laughs> Anyway, he's obsessed with her and I just wanted to know, is she getting nuded up often and it just went all wrong? Okay, so... So what happened? I'm, I'm interested what happened in the intervening weeks that you went from having to force me into Googling it to... <laughs> to just Googling it myself. Yeah. yeah. Like I my, guess I got brave. My search history is tainted enough as it is. Well, I was like, I zoomed in on a co-worker's face who doesn't really know me. So I guess how much further do I have to fall? So, uh, yeah, I went to my Google Plus page and I was like... Let's see, I better not have like all this weird shit on there. And luckily I didn't. The only thing that was on there was my Google Hangouts history. <laughs> so okay. it was like just like pages and pages of, of you and Eddie. Yep, basically. It was like Ben hung out with Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I can deal with that. But it didn't say what you talked about. It was no, just like, it was we just hung out. when we hung out. We hung out. We hung out. Yeah. <laughs> and so um I should check mine. Yeah, have a look. I will because I reckon, like, if we went through our friends' pages, there's got to be someone on that's there that's amazing. got this, like, weird shit that they yeah. have no idea about. But the one thing that caught my eye on there mm-hmm. is that my Google Plus profile, a profile that no one uses, yeah. guess how many times that had been viewed? Jeez, how many? Just, like, pick a number. A thousand. 17,000. What? Yeah. Wow, why? <laughs> People just really want to know when I'm hanging out with Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't fathom exactly, that. and so that's more than content we purposely create. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to be putting the show on your Google Plus. <laughs> Maybe. How are so many people ending up at your Google Plus? I, I don't know, but if that's, that's crazy, if Google Plus, I've got seventy thousand views. How do I get to my page? So I'm on my feed, I guess. Oh yeah. no, this is recommended for you. If I go to like what just do I do now? Google.com, it, there's like a you just click on your profile oh, picture. This is so I don't tough. know how to do it on your phone. Because I'm curious now. Because there might be a lot of naked Katie Holmes on mine. All right, so this is Vicky's. We're just having a look. There's not a whole lot on there. There's nothing on there. This is people that you follow. You've got 24 followers and 7,000 views. What the heck? Why? Uh, Where are my views? Why are there so many views? 7,142 views for your page that has absolutely nothing on it. That's crazy. Except except for some photos of me Here we go. We can see photos of Vicky in Berlin. That's crazy. Of her eating hamburgers from 2008. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian now. Yeah, so times have changed. Anything other than these photos? There's a lot of photos. There are a lot of photos. Your European trip. There's one, one video. One Google Plus video that you shared. 
No one's reviewed me. It's a shame. Uh, that's that's it. Oh, yeah. here we go. What's on my about? It says you went to uh, Swinburne for uni. That I used to work as an English instructor at Gabba. It says I'm still working there. Yeah. I'm not. But like Google knows all this shit about you and you've never... No, but at least there's not crazy stuff. Published, right, there's nothing right? incriminating. No. It's just that you ate a hot dog one time. Because well, what's strange is seemingly I'm signed into YouTube as a good friend of ours, Leah. It always comes up as like Leah E. Thompson. And I'm like, sign out, try to sign in as me again. And I'm always getting emails for Leah E. Thompson's YouTube account. <laughs> I was like, I give up. I just give up. You must have uh, like been logged in when they merged accounts or something. Maybe. I don't even know how it happened. But yeah. now... I get all these like videos that I've never watched or interested in. Like you'll be into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm like, I really doubt that. So every time she watches a video, like you see all her history. No, I just get recommended videos for a lot of like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's crazy that all this stuff is available and you don't even know, but this is for like a dead social network basically. Yeah. So imagine how many views, if I've got 17,000 Google plus views, I've got to have like, 30 times that on Facebook. Do you think so? I, I, I 100% think so. Everyone is stalking everyone. That's crazy. I don't feel as weird anymore. But why are they going onto your Google Plus 17,000 times? Who even is going on there? I have no fucking idea. That's so weird. Like, because, like, uh, I would assume my, my profile on Facebook's got a bajillion views, but it would be people who have a legitimate reason to be there. But it could also be people that just are trolling Facebook for hotties or whatever. <laughs> I do get a lot of weird other inboxes. Well, there you go. But, yeah, it's just the whole thing astounds me. Like, there's no legitimate reason for 7,000 people to be visiting my Google+. Plus. No. So, it just astounds me. Seven uh, seems pushing it. Yeah, agreed. But I just struggle to understand how many strangers are going onto my Facebook then. Well, see, the, the difference there, I guess, is that Google is more accessible like it doesn't seem to be locked down in no. the same way but that... would you think to facebook stalk a girl what that i'm into yeah, yeah if of, there's a work of, hottie of course really yeah well, i don't know why you feel like you're the only one i feel here. like uh, my i feel like you know how like when you go through the scanners to try and catch people that have a fever when you're going through like bird flu countries or whatever and everyone comes up as green as you come up as red that's how I feel about how creepy I am. Like I'm walking around the world as a red, just waiting to be caught out. Well, I'm telling you, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a red amongst reds, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Do you? So you go to work, you like, like uh, imagine, because this guy's in another department. We mm. don't even work in the same department. I know, I know the scenario. I know, you don't need to clarify I any just, further. It just, it happens all the time. So if you saw a hot chick who worked like maybe at the cafe next door or something, you'd Facebook stalk her. That would be trickier because you'd have to know her name and... Well, like, like you guys stuff, talk, but. like, we know each other's full names, we talk. Yeah, then sure, why not? But, like, like at that point, maybe add them. So you're saying add him because I feel like that's a creepy move. Well, you know better how he would react. Like, I think he... I don't know. I feel like we've currently got good rapport with the pretending like we're not interested. But and when I say pretending... I think he's not pretending. <laughs> but, so what's the problem? You can leave your relationship at that level or you can add it and potentially see if, you know, anything happens, but not expecting it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not sure whether to take the Facebook leap. So you would stalk a, a cute girl at work just to like check her out and show her to mates. Yeah, I like, remember, I remember, like, I'm sure I've done that exact scenario before. Really? Yeah. But um, to, to describe more like the cafe kind of thing that you're talking about, I remember looking up with a friend's 
one of the girls from a local bar, like one of the really? bartenders. Wow. Because we were talking about it and then it just, you know, it's like, oh, I wonder if we can find her. And it took like all of two minutes to find her. Well, I remember once on Facebook, didn't I set you the challenge of finding my friend yeah, by her like first name some or something? Yeah, kind of $10 bet. It was your friend who lived in Sweden. Yeah. And it's like, I bet you can't get... A, I her bet, to accept your Facebook ad? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're just complete stranger? Knowing nothing but her first name in the country of origin. Yes. And I literally just typed in her first, first name, name and Sweden. <laughs> and it was like, boom, here she is. And then like, I don't know, a day later I she had accepted a accepted your friend, friend request. request. Yeah. yeah. I just sent her a message like, hey, I'm trying to win a bet. I think Facebook worked a bit differently in those days because yeah. you could send a message along with your friend request. Because I tried that recently when I was trying to return that wallet that I found. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't able to. I had to just send them messages that... The world's most ungrateful man. Yeah, that they would never see because it would go to that, like, mysterious other inbox. Yeah, which is just all creepers, like, hey, Vicky, I want to know you. Yeah, but on the same page, they may have replied since then. Like, I probably checked... Oh, the day of returning. Yeah, right. But I never look in that other inbox. This could be like... Oh my gosh, go. It's hey, a gold mine. Hey. Go there now. Hey, Ben, thank you so much. We've actually deposited $1,000 yeah. into an offshore account. If only you had have uh, messaged me back earlier, I would have been able to provide you with that money. I showed him to the people at the coffee shop because they were like, wow, it's almost like Grey's Anatomy in real life. And we all had many yucks. But one young gentleman became quite angry... <laughs> And this is what I'm inquisitorial about. He was like, mm. and I was like, what? You don't think he's good looking? Like you think I've got bad taste? And he's like, no, I'm angry that this man exists. <laughs> what? Because he's too attractive. He's an attractive doctor. Your coffee guy said this. <laughs> yes. He's like, and I'm just an ugly coffee schmo. Yeah, that's how he felt. He's like, I don't stack up and I'm annoyed. Because <laughs> it's not fair that this is in the world for us to compete with. But I've heard you in the past say, oh, that guy's attractive enough to be a barista. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like you could be a barista in Melbourne. Male attractiveness is like, well, you've reached this level. You could either be a male model or, or serve a barista. Coffee. It's so true. Baristas are always gorgeous. So I don't know what this guy was talking about. He also owns the cafe with his like Swedish wife. So he's got no concern. Doesn't sound like it's doing too badly. No, I think he's doing well in general, but he seemed to feel he was a battler. <laughs> so. Do you ever feel angry at the looks of another man? No. <laughs> the looks of another man have never made you angry. I guess like, I'm... I'm going to kill him. I'm not... It's unfair that I have to compete with that. Oh, uh, there was like... <laughs> Here we go. There's always one. I was on the... I was it's on like, the... this is just unfair. Yeah. Why does that have to exist? Like, it happens to everyone where you just meet someone and you're like, well... Can you get married? Because <laughs> I don't stack up favorably to you. Yeah. I was on the tram. Like this was a okay. while back. You weird. have reminded me. Yeah. And the tram is like that I catch on a daily basis is typically filled with um, like TAFE students. Yeah. So it's like younger people that are, I don't know, wearing like uh, more alternative outfits. And I think it's like a, a specific like animation and like game design kind of tape. Of so yeah. it's all like nerdy guys and girls. All right. Not so far a problem. No, like I can blend in with yeah, that crowd. In fact, they might be like, this is your stop. And you're like, I know you would think yeah. that. <laughs> but as it turns out, I have the job exactly. you want in the future. But like this, this one. Do you say to them, I'm you in 10 years? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you should. But like, yeah, I was catching the tram home like a few months ago and there was this guy and... 
he was wearing like a totally like pressed suit kind of thing. <laughs> um, not like taking up any of the seats, which I felt like. What do you mean he wasn't taking up seats? Like he was just standing on the oh, tram. Okay. I which... thought you were like, he was so slim. <laughs> no. Uh, he was I, so well I just cut. Felt he actually like, didn't take up space. <laughs> like it, it kind of added to his character a little bit. He's like, don't worry, I'll stand. Yeah. Like he's, not only is he amazingly attractive, but he's, he's, able he's to a keep good his guy. He's cleanly pressed suit. He's also like, I'll stand. Yeah. I actually feel fine. I'll give you the option of sitting, because, humble. Yeah, game nerd. designer student. Yeah. I feel fine. I'll just use my legs because I'm a guy that's like that. Because I'm strong and attractive yeah, and I'm, I'm a sweet ass. I'm a little too. tired, but I would much rather you sit yeah. than I. Yeah, I ate. So I, I got that impression. I could have just, you know, he could have just been uh, getting off in a couple of stops, but no, I, <laughs> yeah. I wrote a whole backstory about how he was amazing for standing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, thank you for standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I sat down once in my, when my like misguided youth and. Yeah. Someone fell off the tram and died. I've never been the same. <laughs> On the hierarchy, it goes um, Australia's soldiers <laughs> and then this guy. This yeah. He's there to protect and serve. Yeah. That's how I opened up the phone, by the way. Yeah, I know. I was just like this and I was like, hang on. <laughs> what yeah. term is it? Ooh. <laughs> Time for an attractive man. Yeah. But he was not only in a good suit standing, he was <laughs> just at the right amount of stubble. Oh, that's um, a hard job for men. Yeah, and for me to notice it, it must have been especially good. Why? You don't usually notice stubble? I mean, I'm not going to be like, well, this guy's stubble is on point. Unless, yeah, it's unless it's really like on point. Like, he had point. to be the complete package yeah. for me to analyse it in this level of like, detail. is this The Bachelor? It kind of felt like it. <laughs> Am I in the background of a scene from The Bachelor? If I was, you know, working for Channel 10, I would have cast him instantly. Yeah, you'd be like... No. If I wasn't already sure that he was dripping in babes yeah you'd be like we can't put him on the bachelor yeah too many jealous women everyone would start ovulating minute one (laughs) no one could watch the show because everyone's already dated him yeah we couldn't find a single woman in melbourne the entire female viewing audience would be pregnant within minutes (laughs) of the first episode airing is that the status of virility yeah if you can impregnate women through the tv You know you're a real man. Yeah. Okay. Which this guy almost certainly could now that I think about it. So he was pretty hot. He this was like the epitome of attractiveness. Was he hotter than Hot Dark? Yeah. Wow, that's good. He was good, and uh, so that's probably the like the most recent time that I can think of being jealous of someone's good looks. And I could wear a suit and I could stand. Yeah. But I'm still never going to. I'm I'm, I'm definitely not going to. And (laughs) even if I did, time I offered to help a baby carrying stroller woman down the stairs and you felt like you'd been shown up yeah you'd been shown up by like what was potentially a female date it wasn't but you're like i live in fear now that a date will do this to me how's that like that though i just feel like even if you did stand now you'd forever know you'd be like <laughs> yeah i see I, like if i did stand it would just be because I was trying It'd to copy him. It'd be almost like a standing ovation for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm standing is to ovate you. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I, uh, I'm guessing you never get sick of, right? It's no. going to happen regularly. Yeah. But. <laughs> I know this is happening all around the clock, but yeah. I just want to stand up and just show you <laughs> how much you mean to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't get jealous of, men on this. Did of you, other men's looks was often. It jealous? Did you feel angry? What emotions Well, because like, I know, like, if, even if I did... Uh, dress that way and act 
the way that I envision him acting in my mind. How does he act in your mind? Is he a decent fellow? Yeah, he's running into burning buildings on a regular basis. <laughs> I think that was Coffee Guy's vision of. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, he's, fuck, he's a doctor with old people. Like, yeah. <laughs> of course he's saving lives. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally saving lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Just make people a little <laughs> yeah, less weary that's in the morning. Right. Yeah, but who's going to make his coffee to do that? Yeah, yeah. if, if I didn't get his coffee, then, then those no, lives So would, many lives would not be yeah. saved. He would have slit every aorta that he was operating on. I guess I didn't quite think of it that way. Like, I thought it was just the looks, but I suppose it's the whole package. It's like, if we were both on a plane, no one's going to start paging a barista. <laughs> well, maybe they'll page the doctor and then the doctor will page the barista. Yeah, the doctor's yeah. like, I've been operating for 18 hours. Yeah, I need a little pep. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? If only there was a barista. He's <laughs> like, is there a barista on this, <laughs> in this plane? He's like, yeah. Oh, but I left my card at home. Oh, jeez. <laughs> do you want instant? Nah, uh, don't worry, don't about, worry it. about it. I'm good. <laughs> I'll just save him. But, you know, uh-huh. a little more sleep in my eyes. Yeah, I just didn't see it that way. But now I look at it. I suppose when you found out he's a doctor, it's almost like, yeah, and on the weekend, like, does he take in abandoned puppies until yeah. they get adopted? Yeah, he's uh, he runs the orphanage on, <laughs> on weekends. Yes, that's right. The orphanage zoo where he <laughs> takes in like abandoned animals and children. And lets them ride on each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, he like volunteers with like <laughs> yeah. community organisations on the weekend. Okay, yeah. I can see... I can see how the whole package would infuriate <laughs> But I'm such like a non-suit guy. No. That that kind of took it to the next level. Like he could have just been regularly attractive, but wearing what I was wearing, I wouldn't pay any attention to him. Okay. So it was the fact that he was wearing a suit. Well, it was like the whole thing. It, it was... doesn't hurt a suit. Yeah. But I've, I always feel like on the rare occasion that I wear one, that everyone's looking at me going like, what are that you doing? That guy doesn't need a suit. <laughs> not even not need it. It's like, why do you even bother? Like... <laughs> You know you're a sham. This is this is all a lie. The fakery of that suit yeah. is just like you reek of it. You can dress it up all you like, but it's you still ooze video game nerd. <laughs> we can do one of us, yeah. one of us. So you, like I feel like a creep, you feel like you stand out and beacon nerd. Well, in the wrong context. What's the right context? Well, see, like for I've been to um, weddings Right. And like I made the decision to not wear a suit jacket. That's and then insane. I see everyone else has got a suit jacket. I'm like, well, I tried to like play it to a level where I felt comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm going to be uncomfortable either way, but at least I could be more comfortable without the jacket. But then you look back at the photos later and it's like, well, I'm, I'm the odd one out. So like I stood out regardless. Like uh, I was, I was yeah. trying. And I still fucked it up. That's a shame. Yeah. Like I've been out to bars on Saturday night and I'll be with people wearing a suit. And I'm like, it looks good. But, like, I would be so, I would feel already... Like a sham. Yeah. Like, I don't want to start the night off As a lying. Sham. Right. Well, I don't know why. I feel great about starting off the night lying because... Well, I suspect people don't even put any thought into it, you know, towards no. me. Well, I don't put any... I don't feel that I'm lying by wearing a suit. Do you, when you like get dressed up or anything like that? No. See, I'm always the kid, like when I was coming home from school, I would, the first thing I do and 
like still do to this day basically is just to get changed d-suit really yeah i'm not that guy i would easily wear my like whole suit besuited outfit until the end of the night yeah and i don't understand these people yeah i could probably i sleep in my clothes sometimes because i'm too lazy to change well that's a totally different problem <laughs> you should do probably do something about do that you reckon? okay good to know i'm lazy so you would never sleep in your clothes what do you mean? Like my work clothes? Oh, I don't sleep in my work clothes, but like I'll go to sleep in my jeans because I'm like, well, I'm already sitting on bed. I'm just going to... No, I would not do that. Okay. Well, we can't all be me, <laughs> I guess. Some people are inefficient. Anyway, I'm just... Let's move on. The other thing that we were kind of talking about prior to hitting record... Yeah. We, we were talking about home improvement. <laughs> The sitcom. Look, it comes up, all right? Yeah. Classic. <laughs> judging. Classic 90s. I don't need to feel that fair. through the, you know, from the future, coming through the airwaves, back to the past of us recording. I get it. It just reminded me that sitcoms from that era, they often had like a very special episode. There's like this one episode, yeah, yeah. that and sticks so in your mind. You could tune in and you're expecting... Tim the Toolman Taylor to like <laughs> a burn. classic gag of Wilson not being able to be seen, right? And uh, you know Tim inventing some kind of solar powered wheelbarrow. Ah, yeah, we're hoping for him to have to like pump up the jam. Yeah, but then you get the episode where Randy gets cancer. Yeah, just <laughs> and it's not like they signpost that. They're not like warning. Next episode's a bummer. No, nah. you, know, you don't know what you're going to get. It's just the <laughs> Like, roulette. what if you had just got diagnosed with a cancer and you're like, you know what always gets me ch- a chuckling? Yeah. I'm just going to take <laughs> my mind off of, it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then next minute. Yeah. And Al Borland is yeah. like, why, Randy? Why did it have to be you? Are you going to be all right? Yeah, I know. So uh, it, got, it got us thinking about... Um, what Overly, other, yeah, like uh, bizarre after-school specials, right. basically. And so um, this is something that I've been meaning to talk about for a while that finally seems like a good time to bring it up. Did you know that the Brady Bunch had a, a spin-off in the, uh, in the 90s, 1990? Wow, called, I didn't. Called The Bradys. Okay. And it was basically a continuation of The Brady Bunch. Really? How so? Well, it, was, it only lasted six episodes. Okay, so it's not that much of a continuation. But, like, I watched every episode of The Brady Bunch. Like, Did you? Wow, okay. Well, it was on all the goddamn time. Okay. Like, when... What was I doing? I don't know, because it was <laughs> prime time. Yeah, like, I don't know. I guess... There's a few shows that Channel 10 would just run nightly, and so it was, like, Simpsons and Seinfeld, which was that ignited my love for those two shows. And then yeah. there was a few others that you would sit through. Judge Judy Waiting for those was other one of them. gems to come on. Judge Judy was always on and I'd be like, well, this is the 90s. We don't have anything yeah. else to do. That Netflix is still 15 I years away. I suppose I could go outside, but... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's what people in the past did and look how it worked out for them. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I guess I'm watching. And uh, the Brady Bunch was one of the others because they would just put on shows that had 300 episodes just to fill... Time. A nightly See, that's schedule. where I got my love for MASH. See, I always had to skip MASH. Really? I you, love MASH. You were watching MASH and I was watching Brady I Bunch. I guess so. I loved MASH. I was like, oh, I wish they wouldn't put on The Simpsons so soon. <laughs> <laughs> Can't so, we have one more episode of the ba- the banter of Hawkeye? Right. I used to watch The Brady Bunch like uh, okay. every night. Yep. And I was How amazed. Was their banter? Top notch. Was it? I thought you weren't a fan. 
of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. I said I was. Oh, were you? Okay, I'm not, sorry. I'm not saying it's the greatest show ever. No. But I, I, I did watch every episode <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, that's... Welcome to the 90s, kids. Yeah. So... Um, or even shows you didn't like would get a look in. But it was like a show from the 70s, right? It was like... <laughs> well, it's not like MASH was hot off the press. I know, but it's just like that was showing you the state of Australian TV yeah, at the time. I mean... Like, you wouldn't get that anymore. Like, you get... You get Friends and Seinfeld and Simpsons reruns nowadays. Everything else is modern. Like, yeah. I don't think they show anything old. I think MASH is still getting a look in because it's a great show with witty bears. That's probably the oldest show that they still play regularly. And I can see why, is all I'm saying. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I was just amazed to discover that there were episodes that I hadn't seen. Yeah, in fact, six. <laughs> and a couple of specials. There was like... Episodes where, uh, like, Marsha got married and stuff. There okay. were, like, you know, two or three uh, length episodes. Wow. So. Um, it's a long wedding. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to track these down, but I was curious to read the Wikipedia summaries. Okay. So Lay it on me. I've got, like, a few plot lines from the Bradys. Is this going to get crazy real quick? If by crazy you mean crazy in how much of a departure it is from the real show. Because every episode... I love that you're like a... This is not the canon. <laughs> it's the canon. It just amazes me that this is the canon. Like, the Brady Bunch, a typical episode would involve Marsha and Jan getting a job at the same ice cream parlor. <laughs> it's like hijinks and shoot. Yeah, right. And the shooing... Uh, Attempts to be yeah. Queen B, Right. Or, I don't know, Peter takes two girls to the prom. Oh, no. Peter. Or, like, my, my favorite... Don't you know like, that always leads into, like, hilarious running between them? Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite dumb Brady Bunch plot line, which I might have mentioned on the show. I, can't I thought remember. you said, which I might have written myself. <laughs> Probably this in my, my Brady Bunch Well, fanfic. there's nothing on at the moment. I'm going to sit down yeah. and work <laughs> on my uh, spin-off. Yeah. yeah. No, the one that always comes to mind is when Greg is forced to live with exact words. What? So it's like when he says, oh, I'll take the garbage out tonight. He can't take it out tomorrow morning because that was his exact words. Oh, my god! And so Mike, the dad's like... What does he have to do? Like take it on the date or something? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and, you know, his dad's like, I'm sure that Greg will find out pretty soon that living with exact words is harder than he thinks. Oh, uh, what, what lesson is he learning there? Uh, it, what is the dad trying to teach him? This was probably season six shit. They were well, struggling. he's going to learn the family value of... Not being vague. There you go. All right, so let's run through a few uh, plot lines of the Bradys. All right, do you want to throw in a fake and I'll see if I can pick it out? I would if I had... Uh, Your fanfic handy? Yeah. So, yeah, six episodes from uh, 1990 and all the original cast members came back except for uh, Maureen McCormick who played Marsha. I knew it. I knew it was going to be Marsha. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah, I just got the feeling. I was she, like... She was the one, the breakout star from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> She really, no, I was just more like in line with her character. It's like you can't have your, like, Marsha herself would not come back for Mar like for the reunion of yeah, the family. She'd <laughs> blow off the yeah. Brady Bunch family reunion. All right. Um, the other thing to note before I get into this is that unlike... Peter's still under exact words. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, please. <laughs> oh, sorry. Unlike the original 30-minute uh, uh, series... This was an hour-long episode. So you really got your Brady fix by the end of that oh, show. Wow. Yeah. It was quite the... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I think they tried to take it more of like an hour-long serious drama. Oh, wow. As, it as took a see. serious turn. Yeah. What, are they like considered divorce or something? Or? <laughs> Get ready. Okay, wow. The divorce is the tip of the iceberg. Well, since you um, already hinted at that. Okay. One plot line involves Peter breaking up with his fiancée 
to whom he became engaged in a very Brady Christmas and begins dating the abusive daughter of Mike's political rival. Jeez. Which uh, also I should mention that uh, Mike began a political career. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And why is the daughter abusive? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing though. Yeah, wow. It's not like he just like begins dating the daughter. It's the abusive daughter. Yeah, I know. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's like... Fiance, I know we've had it good for these last few episodes. Well, weren't they together for like 30 years? No, they got married in a very Brady Christmas, which is like one of the specials that okay, we so never got Okay, so that's the here. 1990s, is it? Probably mid-80s, I think. Okay, so it wasn't like... You know how we got together back in the 70s? No, no. <laughs> I have enjoyed these 20 years. It's a, been a long engagement, yeah. though. I feel like maybe you're not committed to the altar. <laughs> but did he only realise that she was abusive once... He left his wife, like... He's not, it's not his wife. Oh, his fiance. Or did he go to her for that? He's like, you know what's missing from this relationship? <laughs> Abuse, it's too good. It's like that uh, d- divorce court girl. Yeah, she, I can't believe it. Yeah, she's still waiting for <laughs> a punch. We, yeah, I was going to say, aren't we hearing some more from her yeah. today? Oh, Great. we will, we will. Okay. All right, n- another one. Bobby's budding car racing career ends abruptly in the first episode. Remember okay. that, this is episode one. Right. After an accident leaves him a paraplegic. Jeez. As, as he recovers, he marries his college girlfriend. That's episode one. Whoa, that's heavy. It's like if you liked the Brady Bunch, here's Bobby in a wheelchair. Yeah, now he can't move his limbs. Yeah. Jeez. Like for a second, you're like, oh, Bobby's a race car driver. Good that's for him. That's good. Oh, no, oh, never not anymore. mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Friday Night Lights level Whoa, shit. Whoa, that's grim. Yeah. Jeez. Like, that, the Brady Bunch really got some real life involved. Right? That is the 90s, though. I feel like the 90s were, like, harden up everyone. Because that's when we were in an economic recession for the first time since, like, the Great Depression would or you, something. Would you prefer that, like, the 90s, which was, like, Harden up everyone. Love, yeah, well, it was, or... like, go outside, children, and play on the cement with... Here's your game. It's a metal pole. <laughs> You'll like make that. something out of it. It really... Yeah, that yeah. was our childhood, wasn't it? It was like, hey, children, here's a, a metal pole attached to two other poles. You guys will work out how to make it fun. But it was... It, we did make it fun. I know yeah. we did. But I don't think... That's not like, well, why should we give children in Africa things? Maybe they enjoy kicking around Coke cans. <laughs> um, here's the next one. Jan and Philip, unable to conceive children of their own, adopt a Korean girl named Patty. Okay. <laughs> it's just like so out of left field. Yeah, that's not... I mean, it's, okay. not, it's not on the same level as paraplegic Yeah, hobby, I feel like it's gotten a bit lighter in episode two. But it's just like, he, she's barren. She can't conceive children. <laughs> Such a harsh word. What is this, the Bible? Yeah. Um, stay-at-home mother Marsha battles alcoholism while Wally loses yet another in a series of jobs. I assume that's his, her partner. Jeez. The latest being as but Mike's campaign manager. No, so that they Marsha is in it, but a different actress is playing it. Ah. Uh. Oh my gosh, that's really awful. Yeah. Why did their lives turn out so I horrible? don't know. It was they great came from for like such a nice nine family. seasons. And then it's like, oh yeah, in six episodes we'll ruin all of that. Yeah, by the way, like even though they were a relatively cohesive family that tried their best, yeah. they all sort of end up in these messed up, awful right. situations. They might go through a, a trauma of sorts in a uh, episode, but everything would be good back to yeah. back in, I felt you know, the like next half now. They were a loving family. Yeah. Um, Wally and Marsha, who, along with their two children, have been forced to move in with Carol and Mike, eventually decide to open their own catering business to okay. support the family. Things are getting back on track. So that's uh, like when he's working as Mike's campaign Well, that's manager. good. And uh, lastly, radio host Cindy begins a romantic interest with her boss, oh, a widower a more than 10 years her senior, oh. who has two children. Jeez. <laughs> what on 
like I'd like I would have loved if they like, brought where me. are they now? Child yeah, stars, right. basically. It's like I saw the end it's of like, oh, it's like Lindsay Lohan's life. Yeah. I saw the end of um I think it was Boys in the Hood recently. Yeah. I don't ever seen that movie, but um I just basically caught the closing credits and it was one of those 80s movies, or I guess early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. It, it tells you what happened to people as, um, you know, the credits roll. That is one of my favourite parts of movies that's no longer a thing. Yeah. I do miss that. Well, It's like, well, where are they now? They've solved the crime. I think, like, because that movie sounded like it dealt a lot of uh, similar topics of, um, like, the traumas of street culture and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like. Um, so one of the guys... The poor Brady's, they were unprepared. It's not like they had a life of hard knocks to get <laughs> no. them ready for all this. But it, it seemed similarly Like, why that, is Marsha an alcoholic? What happened? It seemed similarly that the, uh, you know, the movie was tough enough, but then the... Um, by the way, like, they all died yeah. and, like, he later was shot exactly. seven times. One of them was, like, his... Gee. Like, I think the movie's about his brother dying. And then the... Uh, the by the way was oh yeah also he died two weeks later <laughs> and it's like well do we want to just bum people out even yeah, more like, like in case you didn't just really feel down about yeah. the movie so it seemed like the Brady Bunch was six episode uh, version of that yeah no worries it's yeah, like, like remember that time we went to Hawaii and found tiki idols <laughs> now Bobby's well, in a wheelchair and much an alcoholic and <laughs> look what happened yeah <laughs> So Crazy. that'll teach us to mess around with Hawaiian culture. Do you want to go through this Punky Brewster one as yeah, well? Yeah. Oh we were- so following from the cancer scare and the six episode decline of the Bradys. Yeah, I was trying to find... It's. I feel like they wanted to take on like Degrassi. Well, everyone had to learn a lesson in a lot of these shows. Yeah. So even like if you look at early Simpsons from around that time... That was kind of how the formula of those episodes. I don't know if they learned a lesson or like they just realised how much they loved each other. Well, either way, yeah. you know, but that was kind of the Degrassi formula as well. Yeah, but the that was like real life. That was like one of the shows that really epitomised the 90s obsession with like grittiness. And with dealing with those kind of issues. Yeah, timely issues. Yeah, but yeah, while I was looking for this home improvement cancer episode Scare, yeah i did come across like I a whole bunch that, of these i remember that actually what why was the actor sick or they just decided to have that i assume that it was just a, the writers just wanted to arc. explore it like i don't know how the premise came about that's so weird it's like i feel like we haven't dealt with many issues of the day yeah, like, like we're the, just mostly dealing with a man's hilarious descent into creating ridiculous objects but we haven't touched on cancer <laughs> yeah, I know. And that touches so many people's lives. So So maybe they were trying to relate. I guess. Um but yeah, it did turn out Brad, for anyone wondering, he didn't get cancer, he had hypothyroidism. Oh, my dad has that. Does oh no, have- hyper, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, does he have to take a pill a day for the rest of his life? He didn't, no. Because that's what that was Randy's outcome. Okay. But while I was looking for the details on that, I came across uh, this description of a punky Brewster episode. Okay. Um which I just want to read the whole thing because it's crazy. Again, Punky Brewster, like a light comedy about an amusing like, girl with street smarts, I guess. Yeah, so this was a mid-80s show. She was a plucky young show, Anne. <laughs> and she was a um, an orphan that, yeah. who was adopted. That's what I'm saying. She was an Annie. Oh, uh, yeah. I Not see. Anne. Okay. I cleaned up Annie's name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. like to go straight to nickname. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, so I'm just going to read this as from Cracked. Okay. Punky Brewster was a hit kids television show during the mid 80s. Yeah, based- it's a kids show as yeah, well. Keep right. that in mind. Based on the exploits of a socially precocious orphan and a quirky group of friends. 
Like most 80s sitcoms, the show was known for the occasional very special episode, dealing with the topical issues like the Challenger space shuttle tragedy and kids asphyxiating in old refrigerators. What? <laughs> well, that's the timely issues of the 80s. That is an amazing sentence. Um, well, there are two issues I didn't even know I confronted in my early childhood. I'll point out the second one is linkable. That's so great. Is can, there an it, issue we had? It's like kids stop climbing into fridges. Because I, I remember the Power Rangers always had a message. Well, there was a lot of like cartoons like G.I. Joe at the end of every episode would have like, and remember kids, don't play on train tracks, that kind of thing. Really? So I'm, I can imagine that this was along those lines, like don't get trapped Climb in old into, refrigerators. Yeah. Like someone must have died that way and then all of a sudden it was a pandemic. Or like, you know, like they feared it would become one. Right. Okay. I'm not but, really climbing into things that often. I mean, I haven't heard that story no. before. Okay. But for whatever reason, the producers of the show... Maybe that's why. <laughs> well, Thank you for heading it off 80s, in the past. Yeah, Thank the 80s Brewster. saved us. For whatever reason, the producers of the show decided in The Perils of Punky Brewster, which was, I guess, the name of the episode, to teach a valuable lesson to the audience about the white man's burden and the horrifying savage magic of Indians. Okay, what? Punky goes on What's a camping... What's the white man's burden? <laughs> that we slaughtered Indians, perhaps? That's not really a burden. That, I'm just reading I feel crap. like that's their burden. <laughs> like, you can't be like, oh, I murdered 10 people. I can barely carry this. Look, I didn't write this. Okay. Punky goes on a camping trip with her ethnically inclusive friends. That's and they, good. And they promptly get lost in the wilderness. The group takes refuge in a cage and Punky tries to pass the time until presumably they starve to death by telling a ghost story about four kids that get lost in the woods and find refuge inside a cave. It's either a bad attempt by Punky to be meta, or they couldn't afford a second set. Either way, if kids looked down for just a second or took a bathroom break at the wrong moment, it would have been easy to miss the fact that what happens for the remainder of the episode wasn't actually happening to Punky and her friends, which is important for terrifying reasons that will soon become okay. apparent. So what, they were dreaming? She's telling a ghost story. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, I thought you said they were sleeping. I don't know why. Or they're yeah. going to sleep in this cave or something. Yeah, they're just like taking refuge and telling ghost stories. But I guess like that explanation... Because the story is about a group of children who take refuge in a cave. Oh, it's that not, is meta. It's not totally obvious if you just look away for right, enough okay. time. Right, okay. As which I often did. <laughs> Punky's story is quickly interrupted. I would interrupted. have flipped over to see if MASH was on. There you go. Punky's story is quickly interrupted by a group of Native Americans who are apparently synonymous with cavemen and they have a much better story they want to tell about yeah, what are unspeakable they doing there? horror. They're just in the cave. Okay. <laughs> the kids hear a story about an evil spirit. That as it happens lives in the cave and mm -hmm. as it happens can be killed only by Punky Brewster. Well, okay. The kids with little concept of mortality and poor decision-making skills head deeper into the cave. That does sound like poor decision-making. It's definitely bad horror movie stuff. Yeah. Along the way, they encounter the type of horrors that you'd expect from a sitcom, like kindly but unnerving lost souls and some spiders. And uh, there's just a massive photo of a giant spider. I'll yeah, put this on well, the website. Yeah, spiders aren't great. Look, have a look at no, it. No, I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> thanks for offering. What's well, like a child-sized spider, basically. Well, yeah, thanks for the description. That's enough for me. But gradually, the story stops being fun and starts to resemble the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Jeez. Punky's friends vanish, and she can hear their screams for help bouncing off the walls. Yeah, that's not great. When Punky finally builds up enough courage to demand that the evil spirits give her friends back, screws with her by revealing the decapitated head of her friend Alan stuffed into the side of the cave still crying. What the heck? Do you want to see the screenshot of that? Yeah, sure. It's because terrifying. Okay. What the heck? <laughs> I'll put this on the gallery as well. It's so oh, disturbing. Oh, what the heck? 
like? This is a children's show. Where is this like coming? Who wrote this? Someone fucked up. Oh, is this even a Halloween special? It doesn't sound like it. Her friend Sherry's head also appears from behind a wall, floating in the air with eyes glowing red. Oh my gosh! Finally, the corpse of Margot falls from the roof, decomposed to just a skeleton with a rotting face screaming at Punky. (laughs) My goodness! Do you think they just wanted a freaky episode and got around it with being like, oh, it's a story? Yeah, but like, I'm amazed that the network was like, yeah. Oh, well, that gets around let's, it. Let's yeah, let it ride. Oh, it's just them telling a story. Well, that counts. Yeah. The only friends of a scared little girl are now just faces of soulless evil surrounding her, I hate calling it when out that her happens. name. And there's like actually a video on this article about oh. like one of the scenes. After Punky finds a place to sit and mourn her dead friends, she also has a vision of her foster father giving up his search for her and deciding that maybe life would be better without Punky. Notice we said foster father. Punky is an adopted kid, likely with abandonment issues, who witnesses her best friends turning into the undead and the only man she's ever called dad giving up on her. The only friend she has is her dog right up until he turns into a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) What? American people just come along and tell people yeah, the story. Know, right? It's like, here's everything you've ever feared. <laughs> your friends dying and your family that adopted you abandoning yeah, you. That's yeah. horrible. At this point, the evil demon finally shows up with knives for hands and threatens to turn her into a mouse and feed her to snakes. After Why? Th- That's strange. He's just, got knives for hands. Just what he does. Okay. I was like, well, I would have thought a stabbing would make better sense. You would think. But he's got the ability to turn someone into a mice, so you may as well go with it. Yeah. I mean, you can't stab everyone if you can turn someone into a mouse. I guess so, but how... Oh, yeah, he's just got knives for hands. I feel like that would be a go-to over the mouse. But maybe how's he going to feed her to the... He might have stabbed enough people. Well, how is he going to feed her to the snake without stabbing her by accident? Maybe you could turn her into a mouse and then stab her, like, shish kebab her for the snake. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> After defeating the spirit with love, somehow, the ending reveals that this is all Punky's ghost story and that none of it ever happened. So it was Punky's ghost story. But it was Punky telling a story about an Indian. Telling her a story. Right. So a little... Why? Needlessly convoluted. Yeah. It would have been hard to keep the show going after murdering three children and turning Punky Brewster into a spirit killer. Still... It was a two-part episode, which means that kids everywhere had to wait a week to find out that their favourite adorable sitcom had not, in fact, undergone the grittiest reboot ever. Wow. Yeah. That is so grim. That's so crazy. Like, just that one screenshot of the kid's head stuck like in a wall. Like, poking out the wall? Oh. That's, like, enough like, to give you nightmares. People, like, did not... They weren't as careful about what your kids watched back then as they are now. TV was babysitter. Yeah. Like, but that, you know how, like... Parents now are like, oh, you know, I don't want to watch the, the them watch Frozen, like yeah, and like you know, you can go on Netflix and just add the kids channel, so yeah. it doesn't give you access to all the. But crazy even shit. then, like it's like, oh, you know, don't let them watch Hannah Montana because it teaches them this, this, and that, or like, oh, you know, are they too young for but even if, Pig? Or even like, if you had parents who thought that way, Punky Brewster would have been on the safe list. That's what I'm saying. So it would have snuck through, and, and that's exactly still what traumatized I'm the generation of kids. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> I know. What do you say about that? Yeah. I feel like, could this be a new segment? There's a couple of others on this list that All right. are like pretty yeah, equally messed up. That came out of left field. Yeah. We might have to do some more Jeez. of these over the next few weeks because... Uh, Time's got tough. The punchy. 90s were a heady time, it seemed. I, obviously. We could seemingly just do anything. Yeah. There were, oh, goodness. <laughs> 
Right, should we lighten things up a little bit? With, uh, yeah. What's going to happen in the middle of divorce court? Oh. Going to start telling a story where a divorce judge goes crazy and kills everyone? <laughs> we can only find out. So, uh, yes, as Vicky alluded to, we're going to take another uh, trip to divorce court. Yeah. I was going to say a peek into the files of, mm-hmm. but okay. All right. That's a better way of putting it. We're going to take a peek into the files <laughs> of divorce court. Um, so, this is part two of... T.P. Lucas versus Rashida Lucas. They T.P., are, that's unlucky. Yeah, I wouldn't abbreviate it if I was No, <laughs> I would stick with the full name. Anyone who didn't listen last episode, they're basically fighting. He wants money for a car, I believe. Okay. And he's like totally in love with this woman who basically hates him. Yeah, for being a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like... For not hitting her. Yeah, he seems like the nicest guy ever. And she, he cooked food for her in the middle of the night, so she got fat or something? Yeah, she was blaming him for fatting her up. Uh, so we continue. Mr. Lucas, my understanding is that she took on a career you didn't know about. Yeah. Could you Absolutely. explain that to me? Because I didn't understand it. I've been out here doing the best I can to get recognition as a comic for almost 17 years. And as so a what? After she- a comic, like a stand-up comedian. Oh, I heard convict. No. I was like... Is there people not willing to recognize that? <laughs> I also like his reactions. Like, she's taking a new job. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, that did happen. <laughs> Forgot about that. I was so busy with my own life yeah. and cooking a dinner in the middle of the night. He leaves me. A mutual friend tells me that he saw her in a comedy club on stage. <laughs> on stage. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. She, but she never shared this with me at all. She so, never told me not so one. Well, he's a stand-up comedian. She's basically trying to steal his dream. Well, that's fine. But what you know? What is there some sort of like dream clause in marriage there? No, but if you may not have the same dream as me and pursue it after we break up. If you were dating a comedian, yeah. wouldn't you be like, "Oh, hey, I'm thinking about doing some jokes on stage. Can I like get some advice?" No, not if he's that thingy about his dream. Obviously, he's very um, protective. He's like, "My dream only." You may not have same dream. No, I might have, uh, you know, been building it up a bit. <laughs> I, it's definitely you can't say it's not weird that she didn't mention it. I don't know. If you were if you were dating like a doctor and That'd you're nice. like, hey, I, I'm going to become a doctor. If you did it in secret, well, wouldn't he notice? I'd be gone a lot. But this guy, this guy's blind. Remember, so um, I don't think he can really. So he doesn't know where she's at home or not. He's <laughs> like, is she at home or at a comedy club? I don't know. I, I feel like that's a factor. <laughs> okay, I'll factor that in. Like she's she's probably lying to him. Is my point? Okay. Like it's it's weird. It's not it's not the worst thing she's done, no, but it's weird. I feel like it doesn't stack up to the rest. Okay. He became a comedian and didn't tell you. Didn't tell me nothing. And every time I tried to talk to her about it, she you know she didn't have time, uh, or, or she didn't want to talk. She was busy or something like that. She's supportive of your comedy career? Absolutely. Absolutely. I could, like, if she was closer to the stage, she had a distinctive laugh that I love. And I would hear her, and that would just motivate me to hit the crowd a little harder because she made me feel good he's w- killing when you, she smiles. Lucas. You know that over here. He's just killing <laughs> you. I mean, I mean, he's just killing you. She's no, uh, not trying to play impartial whatsoever. Well, yeah, I can see he's... Uh, able to act many parts not just the clown and like the whole jury is like on his side they're like swoon as <laughs> I can hear but, them yeah. stand in the clowns <laughs> that's how I feel they're already here <laughs> <laughs> 
He's the sad clown. He, yes, you can you can tell me about the shows. Okay. Tell me. The shows, you know, I supported him with his comedy. That was fine. Right. But he also had a family at home. I already worked all during the day, going to school. By the time he's coming back in, it's time for me to leave back out. So I wasn't sitting To my, my comedy husband. club. That- yeah, to my, <laughs> my... To my secret career that he knows nothing about. Look, he's taken 17 years to get this done. I it's obviously it not happening. <laughs> Let, give me a shot. I'll handle this one. He had to been spending some time at home because he made you gain 30 pounds by cooking. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. when he was there, but... <laughs> I mean, because he cooked before he left. You know, when I came in, it was food there. So what you're saying or is, when, he... when you got home, there was food on the table for you, and then you would sneak off to your secret second job. <laughs> it sounds... I didn't feel that bad for you. For her. Yeah, for you, I said. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> everyone, everyone from minute one is on the guy's side. <laughs> came in, or when he came in, he would bring me food at 3.30 in the morning. When did you get the comedy bug? What did you tell yes. him about it? Actually, this is the first time telling him about I'm... it. I, I How long have you been subject. doing it? A year. Oh, Why yeah. didn't you tell him? Because I felt like a hypocrite. How, you know, I talked about how he would be out supporting his colleagues. And now I see... You understand you know, his point I understand, of view. But the difference is... He had a wife at home. He didn't have to go to all those unnecessary shows all the time. I can go. You know, I don't have... I'm not at home with him anymore, so I go to different shows. I, so you're... Comp- so keep in mind that she's the wife that he had at home. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is he spent time with you instead of going out to comedy shows. Right. Is your problem. Is and that the problem? No, well, she was saying that he was going out when he should have been spending time at home with her. Right. But now when it's reversed... It's she fine. yeah she doesn't have to spend time with him oh okay yeah because I guess they're broken up now right. I think explaining that he spent too much time comedy because he had a wife at home mm-hmm. but you can go out and be away and not acknowledge that you had a husband and a child at home right but now I have you know I'm a teenager mother I I make my own babysitter so now my daughter watches my other kids while I have shows so boom I made my own babysitter. <laughs> I never heard that line that's before. That's a line. That's so good. Wow. That's literally my sister's keeper business. Any any guesses how that goes over? <laughs> Amazingly, yeah, I'm sure. D- definitely. Because no one feels that you should just be letting your children watch your other children. She's got an answer for everything. <laughs> like, I made my own babysitter. I'm a genius. Yes. I thought this through. I was yeah. a teen mom. Why do you think I did that? I mean, because I, later in life. Yeah, right. I was going to... I was going to raise the first one to prepare me for the second one. Yeah, the second ones are basically their children now. <laughs> She's watching them right so now. So everybody in your airspace ought to do for you and you need to do for no one. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no. You said that you have a 14-year-old. Yes. That babysits. Yes. How many kids do you have? Four girls. Three of them aren't his. And did he take on the role of father for those three? Yes, he's a wonderful father. Excellent father. To even those children. Even she's like admitting that how how great he is. Oh, he's a great dad. Yeah, definitely. We can't deny that. Don't worry about that. (laughs) If anything, he's too good a dad. I want them to know that dads aren't always perfect. (laughs) And they won't learn that with him. And I've got four babysitters now, (laughs) so don't worry about it. They can watch themselves. That aren't his? Yes. You feeling what I'm feeling? So-so. 
Mr. Lucas, you've came here for the return of a car. Why don't you explain that to me? Well, I mean, where is the car and what? Uh, where is the car? That's yeah, that's a good Did question. Did she take so a good job, maybe? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, take it to the comedy club as you do, and you can't have it back. <laughs> Did Tell me about when she left, because I'm not understanding well, when how I this called, thing actually I, When ended. she left, she told me she was at her sister's house, and that's where she's going to be, and she hung up the phone. You're telling me she left like she was going to go get some groceries. Right. But was leaving you. She, right. She left like she was... Just, she said her exact words right was, back. I'll be right back. I, this is the first time I've seen this woman since November. Wow. Mrs. I'm, like, I'm coming back. <laughs> Just give me some time. I went on a really long car trip. The judge loves a bit of... My secret career took off. <laughs> the judge loves a bit of, so you're telling me. <laughs> I feel like that's a good one. <laughs> Lucas, give me that version of the I'll be right back story. I told him I'd be right back. I didn't give him a specific time. Oh, when I said right back, uh, yeah. I was saying versus 100 years. But there I did say I'll be back. Just and you took the, the, the Toyota with you when you left. Yes. I, yeah, I still have the he truck. He can't drive anyway. He can't see. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> one person thought that was comedy fodder. Yeah, low blow for sure. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a little harsh yeah. to get the yucks from that, but all right. But she's got a point. He can't see. He can not. He can't see. <gasps> On what universe do you believe that's funny? <laughs> Someone laughed. I mean, he can't drive anyway. And he gave me the car as a gift. Hey, you can't respect this man at home. That's one thing. But while you're in here, you will respect him and you will not make fun of the fact that he cannot sing. Ooh, sing Whoa, it, sister. I reckon. Hallelujah. How much does the car worth? About five grand. And like I said, she just keeps saying well, where my is car. The car? the car is gone. Gone where? <laughs> it got totaled. Totaled? I love how calm she is about yeah. it. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Like, no one's going to ask any follow-up questions. No. Oh, court case over. I hear the car's gone. Yeah, we can't give it back. It's gone. <laughs> how did how did it get totaled? Um, I was at work. We had an ice storm in Chicago. Somebody ran into it and tore it up. So I told them just junk it. There was nothing I could do with it. So you just told just us to junk it? You didn't junk the it was car? Nothing, it was nothing else they could do with did it. You, it was like this small. Did you have insurance on it? <laughs> well, the no, the insurance had lapsed. Whose responsibility was to pay the insurance? Yes. Yeah, but it was typically surgery. your responsibility to pay the bills? Um, sometimes. Oh, uh, I don't believe no. you. <laughs> I what's a bill? Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was your responsibility to pay the bills. Mr. Lucas, I'm sorry. You are a wonderful man, and don't let trifling women change who you are. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> She's self-centered and only interested in her pleasure and her joy and what she wants. She will never give But to she's you not even interested have... in her pleasure and joy. That's what's strange. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, well, unless she loves the comedy career. I guess so, but she seems to enjoy mediocrity and abuse. And, like, putting this guy down. Like, yeah. Well, I will achieve his dream and rub it in his face. But also, like, she's like, I was enjoying our relationship too much. I don't even think she was. When were the problems coming? They're clearly just not suited for it. And she's, you know, got like four kids. I think she's clearly a crazy person. Uh, yeah. Like, it, that, that's not a great sign. <laughs> the right to have a woman who will give to you. That's my point of view. 
You are trifling and small-minded. When you are trifling and small-minded, you're going to end up it's with trifling. a man who's going to take advantage. Petty? Yeah, basically. Okay of that i am sure that your choice in men if it's based upon the silly things that you have told me here today will put you in a place where you don't want to be where you don't want your your daughters to be but you are so small-minded and trifling that you don't even put their interests ahead of yours how dare you how dare you <laughs> that is the appropriate use of the how dare you in case you're wondering that's yeah. where it comes in so self-centered Uh, judgment in favor of Mr. Lucas in the amount of $2,500. It is so worth Wait, hang on a minute. He only gets half the car. I think, like, I edited out the bit where she talked about why the law specifies that he only gets half. Oh, okay. Because, like, you know, they were married. I was like, it seems a little rough. It was like, they're legally half, like, is his fault. Oh, yeah, because they were married. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, it's a little rough, given that it's like, yeah, you really won this case. Man, you're getting half? Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, what that's what you get when you marry in trifling women, V. <laughs> Parties may leave the courtroom. I want to hear her. He has missed you. I miss my baby. Just come back to Chicago. You come to Chicago, we can make it work. I don't know. The judge should have sentenced you to life with me and the kids. That's what she did. Put the gavel down and let them, but that's all good. I don't know what to say to you. They're back together. No, he said she should have sentenced you but she said, come to Chicago, we're going to make it work. You can't believe her. <laughs> I would obviously fall for a trifling woman because I, I thought it was going to work out. I love his exasperation at the end. Should I like, replay that last little He line? seems literally lost for it. Yeah, he just like trails off like, Bleh. she should have said, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Because I don't know if I want that yeah. either. Come back to Chicago. You come to Chicago, we can make it work. I don't know. The judge should have sentenced you to life with me and the kids. That's what she should have did. Put the gavel down and let But that's all good. I, I, I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Put the gavel down. Because using words and sense is not something in your world. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally don't know what words to use because none of them seem to matter. That's to amazing you. Like how he's still in love with her yeah, after all like, this bullshit. she should be with me forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's c confusing, isn't it? While I raise your kids and take your abuse and... Yeah! I don't know how he's so in love with this woman. What is it? What is her redeeming quality? He says he loves her twice a week. Come on. <laughs> what? That was from last episode. Oh, no. She couldn't handle that he would tell her, I love you twice a week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't understand why, though. It's a mystery, isn't it? Yeah, I, f I feel like... I want that there's to be an whole, unsolved mystery. <laughs> there's a whole history there that we're not getting, but... Uh, I don't know if there is, Ben. <laughs> That's what concerns you me. You think she's just crazy? Yeah. It's also likely. Should we wrap it up? Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been episode 94 of Insane Ramblings. I've been Ben. You can email me, ben at insaneramblings.net. Or you can get me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also reach us. Jump onto your Facebook and go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insaneramblings, where you can get all of our behind-the-scenes stuff, communicate directly with us, and know when the most recent episodes come out. And jump on my Google+, Plus, where you can uh, <laughs> see when I hung out with Eddie. <laughs> or Facebook Vicky, so she doesn't feel like such a weirdo. Oh, Please do. Another good way to stalk us is to go onto iTunes where you can rate and review and subscribe to get the episode straight to your mobile device. And uh, next week, 
we will have another one in our best of series. Yeah. Insane Ramblings rerun episode two. You know it. So uh, that's some other classic moments from our past like six and a bit years on the show. So, uh, you know, feel free to check that out and uh, recommend it to new listeners. Away, Away Seaboat. seaboat. Yes. How high on the list of things you want in a partner is banter? <laughs> You're acting like I'm going to get into a relationship where there's no banter. Like Exactly. It's number one, but isn't it's, it? But it's not a yeah, requirement. It's, it's, it's a requirement. No, it's a Have you never consequence been? of being in a relationship. No way. You've never been in a banterless relationship? No, I don't think... I have. Well, then... How long did that last for? Surprisingly a while because I liked this person. All of my relationships, I think, have been banterless. Oh, no, shut up. Who did I have banter with? You definitely had banter with Alex. Nah, our banter was better. Well, I'm not comparing it, but you had a level of banter. I feel like you're I don't think it was looking a high for problems level. where there are. No, I like banter. I'm not arguing that fact. I feel like you're just making up the issue. Who who have you had the best banter with in romantic prospects? Well, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of uh, yeah, options the, here. You're not that guy on the tram. I understand. But I feel but, like both, like you know, all my relationships have been pretty good in that regard. Oh uh, yeah. See, I feel like mine have been short on banter. Okay. Well, fine. Just, it's a it's a priority, but it's it is for me. I'm, it's I'm not up gonna there. I'm not gonna date someone if I'm not. I feel like that comes Thank before you. the relationship. That's though. what I'm saying. But how did you get into a relationship when you're not bantering? With exactly. Them? Because I didn't realize how important it was, and the answer That's is extremely. That's not my question. Like a relationship wouldn't have formed. I don't think if without you, banter. Yeah. Oh. It can. But how? That's my question. Do you want to go out? Okay. Oh, so that's, <laughs> but that's not a relationship. That's no, like a few dates. That's though. how it... No, we stayed together but you, beyond them. But you wouldn't have called him like your boyfriend though. Yeah, I would have. In fact, I did. So how, for how long? Months. So what did... What, I think you're just ignoring... Like I've set such a high bar for banter. Oh my gosh! Is, there, like, is what that you, what you're saying? What you're you like, clarify? You've been amongst the banter royalty, yep. and you can't hack it amongst the banter plebs. I think, oh, I come think I've on. stumbled on the truth here. Come on. So what did you do then? What was replaced banter? Discussion. Chats. No. Yeah. Was it just like you were making out the entire time? That I you guess. Didn't have time I don't banter? know. I don't know. Yeah, I struggled to know what exactly we were doing, but it wasn't banter. So I've just realized how important banter is to me. Well, I'm glad you had this revelation. I, As am I, because I could have been married and stuck in a banterless relationship. Maybe I'm getting all the banter I need from this relationship and I didn't realize how important it was. <laughs> because maybe when we were apart, I was like, well, the level of banter is a lot lower. I'm not getting my banter at home, so I have to eat out. <laughs> All right. Just saying. <laughs> I really need to go to the bathroom. Okay. Sorry. How aroused are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> because you tried to arouse me with convincing because yeah. I need to go to the bathroom. Come on. Just, <laughs> come on, just do it.
It's in ramblings.